Hi everyone, welcome to the Directors in Animation podcast, a podcast all about the ups and downs of directing animation films and series. I'm Avgusta Zurilizi, and today I'll be speaking to a brilliant director, Amy Lindholm. Hi Amy, welcome to the very first episode. Hello everybody, nice to be here. We met with Amy at Rovio. We were in Stella series as episode directors. I remember one of the first meetings and we were talking, we were kind of brainstorming uh, some gags and, and you just said something about, can I, it doesn't have to be violent or, you know, how about we try something else? And it was like, this is a person who can just, you know, they're not afraid. And it was such an inspiring moment. And I just always remember that <laughs> when I'm like in a brainstorm and I feel like, should I say this? You know, what if they don't like it? It's like, no, Ami would say it. So I will, I will use you as my inspiration. <laughs> um, and I'd like to start by asking you about your career as a director. Could you tell us how you started and what have you worked on? I studied in Turku Arts Academy in Finland, uh, taught by this Estonian animation master, Preet Pärn. And uh, did you make your graduation film there with the Irresistible Smile? Was that your graduation film? Yep. Yeah, we had to make like three films in the school and that was actually my, my first film there. So everything I know about animation, I kind of learned in, in that film. So The Irresistible Smile is a film uh, where there is this airplane and this air hostess who is smiling all the time and that leads to a catastrophic uh, disaster. I remember watching the film even before we we know each other and I just remember really really liking it and where did this uh, where did the course and the film uh, take you from there what kind of projects did you work on afterwards? I've done a lot of different things in animation uh, I've done stuff on commission then I've done illustrations I'm interested in animated documentaries and I've done a couple of them and I also do comics and I'm, I'm very interested in the creative process. So I've done this uh, animated diary called Anxiety Relief, which kind of describes uh, the ups and downs of a creative person. And that's kind of my, whenever I have time or something I, I I kind of keep drawing them I've seen some of them on Instagram is that where you put most of them or are you, do, you, do you have a lot more that you haven't uh, shared yeah there's there's plenty of them that was like this installation where they were projected on on one wall like these miniature animations so that that was very nice kind of hope and despair <laughs> at the same time <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very familiar for yeah. a director working in animation. It's like yes. all emotions all yeah. at the same time, yeah. constantly. <laughs> and uh, how did you uh, how did you hear about uh, the Angry Birds Stella project that we both worked on? How did that start? It was weird times in Finland because everybody in animation kind of started <laughs> working at Rovio. So that was kind of the, the party of a generation that you wanted to be there. <laughs> and, uh, well, actually, Kari Juusonen called me like, hey, would you like to come here as a director? And that was kind of my first job as an actual director. It was very, very nice to, to be working as 
like just the director, not not doing everything else at the same time as well. It was a yeah, it was a big team at Rovio, and of course we worked with Anima Vitae uh, Studio as well for the animation and uh, well for the whole production. One thing about Rovio was very fun because in our school we were taught to make animation so that you can do it without dialogue to to be able to tell the stories with just just visually. So what a coincidence that then in Finland there is this company who is telling stories with with no dialogue. So we we had a super big advantage that we were kind of very familiar with that as well. And of course the the birds didn't have arms and legs, so that made some <laughs> other um interesting <laughs> solutions as well. <laughs> so not the easiest <laughs> way of storytelling. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There was a lot of creative um, limitations uh, with Angry Birds, definitely. So what did you work on after after Angry Birds Stella? After Stella, I've been focusing on new parents. I want to make tired parents laugh. <laughs> I've I've been drawing this comic called Baby Book. It's been published in Finland. It it describes these short moments in, in parenthood in a funny and maybe touching way. And now the story continued also in animation. I just finished this uh, short film called Mother and Milk, where the whole world is covered in breast milk. The film also talks about the the mental journey of, of of new parents what kind of situations you can expect first it's very like nice but then you are sleep deprived and and all the emotions might come as a surprise i mean since you have directed both uh shorts and episodes on a series I'd like to ask you if you think there's much difference in directing smaller teams versus bigger teams. Before Rovio, it was just like the Finnish animation industry has been so small mm-hmm. that you just had to be the the director who is doing everything in the garage. And <laughs> like, so, so kind of joining Rovio was like this big moment when you understand that you can just focus on something. So it was very interesting to say oh I can kind of be the director and then then other people are doing their fields and and there are like very specific people like this one is doing colors and 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 that one is kind of in company it was very interesting Mm -hmm. and also that there were so many directors that usually in a company there is just like this one director and one sound designer so so we were able to learn from each other so I think that was the mm, big change in the way of thinking animation mm-hmm. that you can do it in this big big scale mm-hmm. but the work itself is the same mm-hmm. like if you're making the smallest like indie film or if you're making the biggest animation it's like the same stages you just like they're just organized or happening a bit differently mm. and did you find it quite difficult to let go of things you know when you have to instead of just doing it yourself you briefing another another artist who is their kind of speciality, that mm. specific department. I think at Rovio the system was so kind of clear. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of presented to us like, okay, this is the way you do it. Then you kind of followed a bit like uh, somebody else first and, and both was quite <laughs> the same day you actually had to do it yourself. But it was 
like it, the system was very clear, so mm-hmm. it, you didn't have to kind of make it yourself. So maybe that that kind of helped there. And how did you find like working in a big team? Uh, not you know not just at Ruby, but in general, sometimes you, you as a director or any director, we're lucky to work with people who just get it. Mm. And you're able to give them a vision or kind of just an understanding of a scene or a story. And you know that they're not only going to do that, but they're going to plus it as well. Mm, mm. But of course, in a big team, there might be a conflict. How would you deal with a kind of tricky situation or a tricky person? What would be your first kind of go-to thing? (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, I guess it's a... like When... If you if you have briefed something, so that's that's always the moment when it's it's great because yeah we're on the same page we know what we're doing yeah it's gonna happen and then you either get that thing back or or something amazing we didn't even expect or something like well this is not what we talked about <laughs> so first it's very nice if you're just like you can deal with it alone so you can just like what why did you intention why why no <laughs> then you either panic or just like oh what i'm gonna do bad will never work <laughs> and then if there's time to kind of gather collect your thoughts so then i don't know maybe it kind of appears this kind of like okay if i do this so then then because you have to you can't just go to the artist or or the person like well i don't like it <laughs> you have to have some kind of a uh specific like okay let's do it like this mm-hmm. so so you need time to kind of process that thought yes. so if, that's the importance of prep time <laughs> prep time yes <laughs> golden rule isn't it for directing yeah. give me prep time yeah. but it's true it's it's like sometimes i think you're expected to do things on the spot and that's yeah. fine but you're right if you're presenting with something that um you just look at it at it and it's so different from yeah. what you yeah. brief i think it was eric um at Rovia, who always said that, you know, if you ask the question or if you present with something and you just don't have the answer right now, it's absolutely fine. Don't feel like you have to come up mm. with an answer because it might just be the wrong thing. And you just have to say, you know what, I'm just going to come back to you in a few hours. Yeah, yeah. And you always have to come back to yeah. them, not just run away from <laughs> yeah. the building and never come back. <laughs> but you just, you're asking time to process that, yeah, that whatever yeah. that, you know, whatever is that you're presented. And I always remember that because I think when I started, I felt like that pressure, like I have to know everything. Yeah, I have yeah. to be the person who knows uh, absolutely every single thing, every answer. Yeah. And um, a lot of the times you like, either you just have to like take a step back and like you said, look at the big picture mm-hmm. and go, well, actually it's so different, but it still fits within the big story. Yeah, yeah. or this um, we can use. Or- yeah. Or it could be used somewhere else yeah, or yeah. Some, somewhere else. And then you go back to the artist. And like you said, then you give a constructive feedback yeah, rather than yeah. just like, <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't like this. Yeah. Um, and and the other thing that I think, uh, I at least I learned from Rovio, uh, was that a lot of the artists that you work with, they l- look up to the directors or mm. they want to be a director one day. And you have to remember that. So when you give feedback... Um, you have to explain to them why certain things have to be mm-hmm. the way they are because they have to fit in the bigger picture. Nothing is a standalone thing. 
and and you have to explain yourself. So Ian, you know, if you say this works because of this and this, yeah. or this fits, or if this doesn't work because I don't know the character story or something yeah. isn't quite right, and then the feedback not only becomes constructive, but the person is learning. Yeah, yeah. And and I think they also learn what's important for you as a director. Yeah. Me and you, we have this kind of support network. Mm. But how important is to have a support network outside the animation? Well, yes. <laughs> Usually it's like mom or dad or husband or friends and, and then they don't they don't know the specific thing, which is sometimes it's good because then, then they're not kind of tangled in, in the like they can kind of look at it outside and, and be like well, what is why is that so important? Well, because it has to be this 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 shape of the the rock has to be this way. We worked for hours and like mm, is it so? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's very very important. To, yeah, maybe that's the outsider mm, opinion. So mm. that's good. And so the, yeah, so yeah. they give you a more objective view yeah. and this kind of mom dad support, like you like because they of course have like this amazing trust yeah you can do it it's like mm-hmm. that's very good but then <laughs> maybe when I talk with my husband he kind of he, he kind of believes what I say like I can't do it the episode is gonna be shit we can't make it on time so then he, he kind of <laughs> believes that it, it is so <laughs> so it's like oh <laughs> so then he's also like oh, no 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 I was just oh. talking what you had to be <laughs> Maybe that's his secret way to make you yeah. realize that it's okay. It's yeah. not all that bad. Yeah. Maybe yeah. He's, he just like really knows you and yeah. goes, "Okay, well, if I go with, we'll go along with you. Yeah. You'll just try and <laughs> say, that's fine. I'm fine. I can do this.'" Yeah. So it's kind of talking with people outside the industry gives you a little bit more of the kind of the viewer perspective and what yeah. what's important for the audience in yeah. a way. And also the colleagues who are not in the project. So mm-hmm. so that's why like talking to you when I'm not like doing something else. So it's like when you know me and you, you know I can do it. So it's like yeah. nice. Because when working at Rovio, you kind of you kind of couldn't talk like you couldn't reveal your <laughs> insecurities and panics and fears because it's like a big village. Mm-hmm. Like if like then they are oh Ami is losing it, yeah. She can't do it if <laughs> Like I, I kind of understood it immediately when I went there. So you have to yeah. be in the role. Like, yeah, I, I know it, I know it, and then go somewhere. Yeah. Like, go for walks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. <laughs> but I guess it's that sort of almost like a different persona at work. Yeah, because as a yeah. director, you have to show, like, you have to be calm. Yeah. And you have to be composed. Yeah. And and I think sometimes it's okay to show vulnerability yeah uh but i think for me it took it took a while to understand that being vulnerable or being positive yeah. doesn't mean you're being weak yeah because everyone is given their time on this mm. project and they're trying to to bring it my vision so i'm trying to be quite positive and kind of energetic and of course that's exhausting and i found that sometimes it's okay to have a down moment yeah. because you show a more humane kind yeah, of yeah yeah Aside, and that doesn't mean 
it, that you're a bad director, it just means you're human. Yeah. You kind of, you have had to establish your kind of the status first and mm-hmm. then you can collapse. Yeah. But if you do it like immediately, yes. they're like, oh no, no, she can't do it. <laughs> I find directing is a little bit also like a psychoanalysis yeah, yeah. with the people that you work and you have to tune to them as well. It's yeah. Like you figure out, okay, that person has the same sense of humor with yeah. me, yeah. whereas they're a bit more sensitive yeah. or they just need really clear directions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that takes time, but after that, you're right. When yeah. it's established, um, yeah, you could you could maybe like relax a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but that yeah. was very nice experience to kind of this like kind of do the directing in the big world like with that because we had this family like Karajuson and and Meru, mm-hmm. so and you. So it uh, kind of joining that it 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 was very nice. Because everybody was kind of very different, mm-hmm. and then we still had the kind of we kind of we were there together, like it was our thing. Mm-hmm. Even everybody had their own episodes. Carrie Eason, and mm. he was our series director on Ravio, and uh, Stella specifically, and he was so supportive with us. Yeah, yeah, he kind of led us to to do like how we want. So that yes. was kind of my surprise that oh, I'm in this big thing, and we can actually make up our own decisions and we can make the episodes like how we want so that mm-hmm. like as long as it works and, and we don't need to do it before we are kind of comfortable like mm-hmm. so that yeah <laughs> no 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 I, I, I agree 100% I yeah. think he gave us he gave us his vision yeah and but he he gave us kind of the rules the rules of the game for the yeah. series this yeah. is what I envision for Stella but within that, he gave us so much more freedom, and I felt like that project was so creative, mm. and we were able to brainstorm ideas. And with Carrie, even if it was an idea that we presented that he wasn't agreed, mm. you know, he was always able to explain why that doesn't fit yeah. within the in, uh, within the universe or yeah. within the script. Yeah, or something. He's, he's very good at listening, and I noticed it many times. Like he really kind of want to hear what people say. It wasn't an easy project, as always, a schedule and budget, mm. but it felt like we had we had fun. Yeah. That's what I, I always remember about that project, is that no matter how tough the situation became, there was always like a positive attitude towards yeah. things, yeah. Uh, and a very calm attitude. Yeah. I think that was that was Curry. He, he took a lot of that weight of a series director on his shoulder, and he Probably he didn't share a lot of mm. stress with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we always kind of felt like this is a safe yeah. space. Um, did you ever had any moments, because you're very friendly and chatty and kind of very positive person as well. Did you ever had a moment where you're like, you know, going like red and like, you know, they someone like pushed your buttons <laughs> to the wrong way? <laughs> of course. <laughs> I don't remember any specific. Maybe it was... Uh, it was a lot to do with the time, so maybe something like I I couldn't be prepared enough or or that kind of things. And how do you how do you deal with that? Well, if if there is time, then I usually like write or draw about it. So that's kind of that's what I've been doing. And and if there is like now I've noticed that I I really need to to sleep, like like take a nap or something. I've noticed that. If there is some new material coming, like it's it's very tough for your brain just to kind of look at it or listen to it. So you have to kind of let it somehow sink and just taking a nap if that's possible. That's like the best thing to do. 
And then yeah, it, it might be like, oh, I haven't done anything today, but okay, well, by the way, we got this new comp and we got this new audio track. So it's, it's very exhausting to just kind of take it. The, the nap or just taking a, a step back allows you to process the information, yeah, yeah, yeah. think about it, and then you're able to come back you yeah. know, with, a, and, and with the objective. Yeah, to see like, oh, that was good. And, and, and also like in the episodes, for example, the first pass of storyboard, that was also very like a rough moment because mm-hmm. there was this kind of this vision and this idea. And then then when you get something so it, it it might have been that it was very good but it's like it's in the reality now mm-hmm. so then then it was also always some kind of not a disappointment but but this moment mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Oh, this is it now and then you have to step back and then then you kind of then you can look at it and okay well this is it this is actually good and yeah. this works and that doesn't it's always a shock isn't it yeah it's, it's a big shock <laughs> but it's not it's not it's not a negative shock mm. and before you start the possibilities are endless yeah and yeah. you're like oh we can do the, all these things yeah. and then you're presenting with with maybe a few ideas and you go here we go yeah. this is the yeah. way we're making this yeah. and you're like almost <gasps> <laughs> like a deep breath yeah. yeah but you said something about in, in stressful situations you have to write or draw these are more kind of your personal yeah personal not projects but kind of creative expression uh do they take any form or is it almost like you just go home and you just like pour it all down onto the paper and then it just feel better yeah something like that i i i tend to do this julia cameron's this morning pages just like write three pages in the morning just to it's kind of this meditation of putting it all out and it can be done any part of the day mm-hmm. because usually mornings are not the best <laughs> but that's important because then then you can there's the, those thoughts that are kind of ongoing so then you can just put them out so that's important and also like these drawings might be uh some kind i I draw the situation on or or i draw the vision of the preferred situation that's what i do a lot like if there is a difficult moment and i don't know how to solve it i kind of draw it as solved and then the reality goes towards the drawing, like the intention is there. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's called. I I kind of started to do with. It's called goal mapping. It's called Brian Maine, who kind of invented. There is like this, these instructions how to do it, but it, it's like when you you kind of you make the visual of your vision, and then you look at the visual. So then it's kind of your your intention is going towards that picture and then it's kind of happening and it's it's actually very cool because those things happen when you kind of put your vision there and that's that's the thing what we have to do as directors we have to kind of direct the whole vision of the the project so yeah it's very fantastic that's that's such a nice way to focus on the positive of the outcome rather than stress about the negative and what could happen as a negative thing i do that too (laughs) yes 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 endless endless times um and do you have other ways of switching off because i find sometimes i wake up and I start thinking about work and I yeah. go to sleep and I think about work, you know, I brush my teeth and yeah. I'm like, I've got to, you know, I've got to this review and I've got to do that. Do yeah. you have kind of practical methods of just switching off? Well, it can be quite, that it's hard to switch off. Well, of course, something like I, I started to play basketball again and that mm. kind of, that takes 
one hour and then oh I didn't think about them at all and then boom it comes back <laughs> and being with kids of course that's kind of um, takes your mind away as well but if if it's too stressful then I'm just like playing with them but I'm just thinking ah oh, mom you are not present oh yeah what what oh yeah but we have this review. <laughs> That's good. So they bring you kind of to the moment, yeah. into the game, yeah. yeah, into whatever you're doing. Yeah. Physical activity, like you play basketball, um, it's almost like a form of meditation, mm. but a physical meditation. Because I can imagine when you play basketball, the moment you start thinking about a comp yeah, or an audio, you get hit, hit yeah. or yeah. you know yeah, the yeah, team yeah. loses. So it kind of forces you yeah. to go to be in that present moment. Yeah, that's important, and and I think there are not enough of those kind of moments in our lives yeah. usually the important stuff is also these kind of uh slow moments when you are doing like like doing the dishes or or like knitting a sock or, or cleaning like when your like hands are busy doing something and then your mind can wander so so that that's kind of important as well that you don't need to kind of switch everything off but just like to do something else and then maybe let your mind solve those things as mm. itself because that's how it it's it's going and i guess a big part of directing is you're constantly trying to to almost like predict what will happen mm. and you're constantly thinking of a hundred solution yeah. to problems that maybe doesn't even exist you're yeah. just like making it in your mind so you need activities uh i started go running in the summer without mm-hmm. any any podcast no music i yeah. was just trying to be in the moment and kind of it was summer so there was flowers you know i was trying to kind of connect with all the senses and yeah so so it's it's important for any director to find those moments of just personal whether you know whether it's physical or it could be drawing or it could be music it could be anything whatever mm-hmm. they like but as long as it makes you switch off and be present and kind of almost realize that you are a human being yeah. rather than a part of this big project yeah yeah can, i think yeah. the tough moment is like usually when there is some kind of a process you would like to finish the process you know before you go home or go mm-hmm. to sleep mm-hmm. But it, the process can be like, okay, after 30 days. <laughs> so it's very tough to kind of make the stop and, mm-hmm. and then continue on the next day because then it's a new day and you have to start over. And it's very like after a weekend, it's like, oh, no, oh, it's very di- difficult. So it would be ideal to just be able to work so much that it's done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But that's kind of in the reality it's not so possible yeah. but i think that's that's the kind of conflict that you actually would you would just like to solve the thing and and not be at home because then you are not present yes sometimes i notice like when i like work late so then i kind of okay i got it done and then i'm like ah now i'm relaxed hello everybody oh <laughs> you need like a moment like a yeah between uh work and home i guess yeah. that state of mind yeah Well, I think we're gonna wrap up, but I I think it just showed us that there are so many subjects yeah. that that directing isn't just the craft of directing. There's so many things: yeah. mental stability, inspiration, and I think we'll just continue the the talk a different time because the other thing that I'd like to talk about is kind of the the, the negative parts, like mm. burnout, yeah, like yeah. you know, running out of ideas, things like that. So we'll just We'll come back.
Yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, we'll finish, and this is the end of the first podcast. End of the first podcast. This and I'd, I'd like to say that like the two parts of directing, like like we were maybe talking about this outside stuff, like like that like the the truly important is of course the inside, like the making, the like that the craft and the art and that stuff. But that's something that maybe we have more education for that. Like that's something we we know and we learn in schools. But then this outside thing is is super important, and it's very nice to talk about that. And if if people are like want to do it, so it's very nice to have these examples, like how to deal with different different situations. Mm, yeah, me and you we were just chatting, and we're just mm-hmm. going going through this. How did you do dealt yeah. with it? So that was an important thing. But yes, it it it's uh, it's definitely a conversation to be continued. Yeah. So this was Ami. And of Gusta on the first podcast. Yay! Thank you very much, everyone. Yay!